Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rambling Runoff, a sports podcast. Yes, I know it's me. It's Robert Rios back on the mic. I know it's been a while. Sorry if you've been waiting around for our episodes. We had to take a little, a little unexpected break. But yeah, for at the time and at the moment, we are back on the mics, on the turntables, as some people like to say. And of course, returning with me, and hopefully soon once again, Mr. Danny Chan. Danny Chan, say what's up. We are back. Hey, Cho, you're going to blow out their headphones, and we just barely started recording. Just, <laughs> just turn on the audio. Speakers. <laughs> turn it down. Turn down for what? And copyright strike. No, not again. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Sorry, everybody, that we disappeared. Um, life happens, you know. There's that thing that everybody likes in life. And it's called money. I mean, I don't like it that much, but we need it, unfortunately. So yes, myself got a new occupation, a new job, bar and restaurant, arcade, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. And we should, uh, you know, I know it's been a while and we promised that we'd be back on a certain day. So once again, I apologize for that. But uh, of course, as always, we're going to go over the hottest sports topics that have gone on since we've been gone. Right, Danny? Sir. And yeah, and uh, as I was describing it to Danny in our pre-meeting, it's going to be like a, a holiday buffet of sports topics. You know, just different stuff. That we would like to go over, you know, a little off the cuff, not as organized as usual. Like I said, it's been a, it's been a hot minute. So yeah, let's see how this goes. Danny, what do you think about that? How does that sound? Yeah, we got a lot to catch up on. Uh, I think we're gonna hit some of the biggest stuff: uh, Ganado versus Plant, uh, a little bit of the U.S. qualifying, some of the World Series stuff, um, and the kickoff to the NBA, um, and then whatever else pops up or uh, comes to mind. No, yeah, I mean, it's because, like, I'm all right. Like, I've had this idea for the past, like, two weeks already. Because I was like, all right, well, when we do come back, what are we going to do? And I'm like, well, how are we going to organize it? Because it's, it's been a while, as I said. And there's so a lot not, of stuff. Yeah, and, then, like, I didn't want to, like, just, just hop into it. Like, oh, yeah, you know, the, you know that thing, that baseball thing I said we were going to cover? We are going to do a full show on it, and we just disappeared. Yeah, let's just, you know forget that like that never happened you know like you know that thing that thing that that other team won you know the one the stick and the ball yeah let's oh yeah that one that. yeah that one you know yeah. the, that, that one sport that you don't watch yeah, yeah. Uh, oh that's that's so many sports <laughs> <laughs> you're like you mean cricket <laughs> cricket hockey cricket wireless Hey, no, not a sponsor. Hashtag, hashtag <laughs> not a sponsor. But yeah, um, Danny, what you been up to? Not much uh, work. Uh, we, me and my girlfriend moved into a new spot. So uh, been busy doing some small renovations, you know, uh, some stuff here and there. But uh, yeah, like Robert said, life caught up with us. Robert with the new job. Anything else new, Rob? Uh, I'm not broke no more. 
<laughs> hey, new is good. New is good. I mean, man. I ain't rich, but I ain't like I ain't. And look, college was a different experience. Okay, it was a different time. Yeah. Now I'm in this different time, different lifespan of my life. So I have to, you know, rose the punches. You know. Yeah, I mean, but the struggle is the struggle. But you're not struggling too much now. No, not really. But you know, it is what it is. It's a good fight. Yep. And you know, speaking of punches and fighting, you want to get into our first topic? Let's go. Let's jump into it. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to be doing a. I guess you could say this is our little, as I mentioned, holiday buffet, because you know, the holidays just passed. By the time you're hearing this, we should be in December already. So be lo- be on the lookout for more. Uh, December episodes. We will be taking another break because it's the holidays. Why? Why would you be working during that time? That makes no damn sense. But yes. So the first thing we would like to go over that passed by us, and something that Danny was looking very forward to, was yes, sir. Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant. Yes, that, that was a big fight. Apparently, that's why I've been the meeting of the middleweights. Yeah, um, I got down on my notes. This was a, a middleweight unification professional boxing match contested between the WBA Super, WBC, WBO, and the ring champion, Canelo Alvarez, and the IBF champion, Caleb Plant, to determine the first undisputed super middleweight champion in boxing history. That's a yes. lot, Danny. Yeah, Caleb Plant, the man from nowhere, winning and defending the IBF champion, um, in his first challenge, took on Canelo Alvarez, one of the best pound-for-pound pound fighters uh, in the arena right now. Unarguably the best boxer right now in yeah. all weight classes. Well, we'll see when he moves up, huh? Well, we can talk about those rumors in a bit, but, but yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's get into the fight a little bit. Um I don't wait. I think you should go first because I know you, you, you were looking more forward to this than I was. Yes, yeah, and I actually took quite a few notes. Yeah, if I took a couple of notes for each of the rounds. Uh, did you happen to watch the fight, Robert? You have any uh, commentary off? The top? I was able to watch the highlights, sir. Nice. But uh, from what I was able to click was that it was a back and forth bout up until the end. It was like it just yeah. took one big stage dive, well, for one guy, but like what I saw was like it just back and forth, back and forth. It didn't. It was. It didn't like a boring fight, which I'm glad because mm-hmm. I mean I would have seen it on the socials like oh like they're just running around in circles, they're just hugging each other, no one's punching, but no people were throwing punches. You know, people were getting their shots in. You know, so it looked like a yep. good competitive fight. I don't know. Did you get that same feeling? Yeah. Um, I wish we had seen a little more from Caleb Plant. It seemed like he didn't want to let his hands go. The same for Canelo Alvarez, but we know him, slow starter. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's Canelo. He yeah. he punches people in the gut and knocks them out. Yeah. I wouldn't put my hands exactly. down either. Exactly. But as the smaller fighter, uh, uh, well, not really the smaller fighter, um, as the fighter with the reach advantage, hit a yeah. I think he he didn't use his his jab successfully in the early rounds to set up. Um, he should have used the early rounds um, and took advantage of uh, Canelo's slow start and 
score a lot of points in the early round. So by the end, hopefully it was closer by decision, but it didn't get there. That's something I bet his corner was hoping to do, but you know, strategies outside the ring and then strategies once you get inside and you start throwing those punches are two different worlds. Um, but if you're ready, Robert, you, I can jump into uh, some of the notes I took round by round. Oh, no, yeah, go for it, man. I would like to hear this. Everyone would like to hear this. Yeah, so here we go. Let's go round one. Canelo finds some success uh, going to the body of Caleb Plant, and he finds a right hook to the body that seems to hurt Plant. And uh, there's a couple of back and forths in that round, but uh, Canelo took that round, I think, um, with a, a strong start, stronger than normal. Uh, in the second round, Plant, plant fights some, finds some success um, with some quick combinations, switching from, uh, from head to body, and he lands a nice body blow against Canelo. And on the opposite side, Canelo lands most of his shots, um, again, targeting the body of Plant. In the third round, Plant establishes his jab finally, but it seems weak. Um, and as soon as his jab seems to push Canelo back slightly, he loses ground to a few of Canelo's forceful combinations. Uh, Canelo throws a couple of flurries, alternating from the body to the head, and uh, seems to take advantage of Plant's hesitation uh, after... He's shocked that his, his jab isn't pushing Canelo back. In the fourth round, Canelo pu pushes plants to, the plants to the ropes and finds some success with a left hook to the head. It seems to almost rock Plant, um, and he's saved by uh, the end of the round. In do you the think he would have... Wait, hold on. I want to cut you off. Do you ahead, think he would have got him if the round was a little bit longer? In the fourth round, I don't think so. Uh, I think Plant was just in a position where that's the first time Canelo so early in, you know, in the fourth round showed so much aggression to push someone on the back of ropes where normally Canelo is the one who will purposely sit on the ropes and dodge and wait for his opportunity to counter punch. Um, it was just something that I don't think Plant trained for that. He wasn't, on. He, he wasn't expecting it. Exactly. Um, and when it happened, uh, as soon as the next round starts, I think he made his adjustment because in round five, Plant starts out right out the gate with some aggression. And after a pause, he pushes back Alvarez uh, with a couple of flurries and a couple of successful hits to the head. Um, but with, you know, Ganelo's super strong chin, it doesn't seem to rock him too much, but Plant does land some very powerful punches. And um, I, I give... That round to plant, but um, of the five rounds, to me, plant only won one. So he kind of squandered the early rounds by not coming forth with that aggression and only responding once Canelo had already had him on the back of the rope, had his back to the rope. So to me, by round five, the fight was already lost. You know, Canelo at the end of the rounds, like if. If you said I was round in five? By round five. You're joking. Plant, yeah, well, I was assuming that the, the fight would go to decision. And if I scored four rounds to one for Plant, and, you know, we already know Canelo's a slow starter, 
in the later rounds, the more inexperienced plant who has only defended his title once You're a slow is not going to be as strong going the distance at the end of the round, at the end of the fight. So to me, if it went to decision, Pat had already lost his fight. He had to get a knockout by round five. Yeah. What do you think, Robert? You're a slow starter. <laughs> you know, I, I steamrolled past you, hoping you'd come in with some nice commentary. You know, yeah, you know, I saw I saw by round six and round seven. That I, yeah, I said this was know. off the cuff, and I just said off I saw the, the highlights, and I just told you what my opinion and what my analysis was. That it was a nice back and forth bout, but I'm kind of shocked you say it, it should have been over by or you you think I was shocked to hear you say that. It was over by round five at least, which I thought. I mean, it could to me. It could have gone to anybody down, down to the twelfth round. Not that I'm saying it was going to end up a tie because that would have been ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. I don't know why you would say it, it's it was over by round five. What's wrong with you? Yeah. To me, it was that's just the way the scoring would have gone. Canelo's the bigger guy. Um, well, the bigger, not the physically bigger guy, but you know, he's the heavier puncher. Yeah, he has more weight to his name. He's a established champion, and so in the story of the fight, and in the fight itself, in the first five rounds, Canelo had already established himself. Even though he was a slow starter, he scored early, and Plant was not successful establishing his jab and coming back um, toward the early aggression, um, which I think surprised most of Canelo. Interesting, interesting. And yeah, I mean, this plant guy, 21 and 0, he has the one belt under his waist. Yep. Tries to pick up the brain of Mr. Canelo, which Canelo is usually more, you know, he's more stern. He's more of a quiet guy. But, you know, they had that scuffle with the, the month before, two months before. They had that. Yeah. The meeting. Yeah, that. And everyone I was. I think just, that was in, was that in September? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there, you know, they they get down for a bit, and like Canelo was even like, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this fool." (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. Apparently, he didn't talk about the. Did we talk about the the trash talking that they? No, we didn't. No, that was a show that I did by myself. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You talked. You talked about uh, what what Pat said and how very briefly interpreted it. I think so. Unless you I was talk the, about uh, my mother. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 no, nah, I think I might be thinking of the Fury fight. I'm not sure, but I no. think I might have mentioned it before. I just don't remember if we, if, if it was yeah. me and you together. But yeah, because I, I was looking up before, and they're like, "Yeah, Canelo really wanted to beat the show, this guy." Because usually, what I was reading was that he doesn't usually like shit talk or smack talk anybody. No, he doesn't. He lets his he lets his hands do the talking. Yeah, um, but this time it was a little bit different story, I guess. Because I guess you know, yeah. they both just you know antagonized each other enough on in yeah. and out of the ring. I think it was also to build to this fight. Um, you know, Canelo's not a he's not a dumb guy. You know, he's a very smart strategic fighter. He, I think, he knew methodical. You know, yeah, exactly. This younger guy who successfully defended his belt once. Um, it's going to be a unification fight. He needed to create some traction, and so the trash talk was on, and he wanted to make as much of 
a story out of this fight as he could. Um, but I think it was strange that he picked the the one one of the dumbest insults I've ever seen. You know, Caleb Plant caught him. You know, an MF. You can say it. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> and Canelo. You just can't say in the first minute. In the first, of oh, the podcast. First, I thought That's it was the, like the first few minutes. <laughs> it's the first sure. minute. You know, he caught him a motherfucker. And Mr. Canelo, I think just trying to grab onto anything, said, don't talk about my mother. <laughs> and that was kind of his story of the, the trash talk that Kata Plant was trash talking his mom when that was just not the case at all. <laughs> it was just something funny. I thought I was laughing about it with, with my brother as we were watching the fight. No, I mean, it was an entertaining fight. It was a, uh, I forgot, it was like, it was like called to be the undisputed something fire or whatever. Like, yeah, it, undisputed middleweight. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like all that was unnecessary. I mean, I don't watch a lot of boxing. I mean, like, we went over the Usyk, um, who was the other fool that he fought? The one that he beat? I'm already forgetting his name. Usyk and, uh, David Joshua. Yeah. Like, that was a big fight. And I didn't know jack shit. But when we saw the Anthony Joshua, why do I keep saying David Joshua? Anthony Joshua, because that's your relative's name. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah. but yeah, Anthony Joshua and the Usyk fight, oh. like that was not another uh, unification match, right? Um, I think I think we're talking. We're talking about. Yeah, Anthony Joshua and uh, Usyk. Alexander Usyk one. Bro, do you not remember our episodes that we did? I just got to double check. Usyk. You don't got to double check and Joshua anything. And not, it was Usyk and Fury. No, it wasn't Fury. Yeah, no. it was Usyk and Joshua. Okay, yeah. well, I don't know. I just got to double check. Well, I'm telling you. What I always is. confuse my names. Come on, bro. I'm a journalist. I have to know this. <laughs> I have to know at least 80%. I have to know 100%. But I'm Robert, so I make the rules for myself. 80% at least. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> the other 20%. Oops. I'll check it next time. But uh, yeah, I mean, back to the plant and Canelo fight. Like, it, like I say, it was somewhat back and forth. The jabs went to plant who had 18%. 42 or three, 232 to Canelo's 15 of 110. Uh, in the power department, uh, it went to Mr. Canelo, obviously, 41 to 28%, 102 of 251, and Plant had 59 of 209. Uh, total amount of punches was 32 to 23% of Canelo winning, 117 out of 361, and 101 of 441 for Plant. And uh, body shots landed, total of 53 for Canelo and 13 for Mr. Caleb Plant. So, yeah, I mean... Your hunch of the fifth round victory for Canelo is correct. I'm just shocked that you brought it up. Yeah. I mean, if, just a couple more notes um, from the fifth round and on. The sixth round, Canelo dominates with a slow, um, kind of like a recessed, reset round. Uh, in the seventh round, Canelo shows that he's warmed up a bit. Um, he you know, waves plant on to, to come in and uh, come in for the fight, but Plant pushes his backs to the rope and uh, he was like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't want to do that yeah. right now, bro. What are you talking about?" Yeah, so and shut at, the hell up. 
Yeah, I think at the end of the seventh round is when they butt heads. Um, and it like head like, to head, or like they just swung head to head. Like it was just like a incidental, or like someone was trying to cheat. Who's trying to cheat? Uh, it was Who's trying to cheat, Danny. Incidental. Uh, okay. If I remember, Plant tried to dodge back while Alvarez was looking and winding up for a left hook. So their heads met in the middle for a small clash, and it caused a bit of swelling for Plant. Um, but in the next round, uh, Ganello, his, uh, the bed underneath his right eye begins to swell um, as a result of some of the jabs that Plant is landing. Landing, but, um, the few jabs that he, he yeah <laughs> the few jab i mean at least they counted for something you know yeah because you know sometimes they um, could just throw i mean you saw yeah. I, I just read you the numbers yep. so many punches but not many landing like what <laughs> yeah, yeah it, i think a lot of them even on both sides the plant the punches that didn't land were glancing blows so they were able to catch a bit of their opponent but um, most of them were defended by the gloves or were just, as I said, glancing blows. But uh, in the ninth round, Canelo catches one strong right cross um, onto plant. Uh, one of the best power punchers of the match, I think. And in the 10th round, we have a good exchange with both of them finding success to the body. But um, I think this round goes to Canelo. Uh, he finds a bit more success and he puts forward a bit more aggression. And finally, in the 11th round, Canelo finds a TKO with a left hook glancing onto the face uh, from a right upper into a left hook. Dude, that left, yeah. that left hook came out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere, bro. Took him down. And apparently that was the first time he's been knocked down too. Yeah. It's like, bro. And it all starts with a right cross. Um right cross and into like a it was like a right cross uppercut it was a weird yeah angle. it was like kind of weird what caught him off guard yeah. yeah and like even like if you watch the replay of it like he throws the right and then he throws the left like i had a, i watched it like two or three times because i thought he threw a right hand like i thought that's what yeah knocked him down but no that's him, but no it's because it, like the punch was kind of weird but him straight in the head like yeah it was kind it was like a left hook but went straight does that make any sense yes yeah i i think um at this point well, it's like just been i think it's like if plant walked into it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's it's one of those things where he predicted a shot and moved his head in anticipation but just walked into the next the next punch and uh and found a glove instead of, uh, instead hate, of a dodge he ate that shit yeah <laughs> it's happened to you more than once oh <laughs> uh, shut up but yeah so I mean, I, 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 did, I do remember this. I just saw it recently. So, like, Caleb gets up. He, like, runs around. He's like, oh, man, like, I got to, like, get my head back, get my head in the game. Yeah. And like, he runs to his corner. He's like, oh, shit, like, I just got, like, he, he like, he, I want to say he got rocked, but he got knocked, you know? Because, like, he was yeah. good. Because then the referee was like, all right, give me your hands. He's like, all right, here you go. Do you want to fight? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> He starts moving like Canelo. I guess it, I don't know. I, I, we've never bought, well, we've never professionally boxed, so we don't know what's going through his head. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but yeah, just Canelo just didn't, like, like if nothing happened, you know, Canelo just straight just knocked him again. 
like nothing. Yeah. And it's like, all right, all right, all right, that was it. Like, plan went yeah. down. But- he rolls into like the field position for like two seconds, and the ref is like, all right, that's it. All right, no more. Yeah, like, he did the a lot same of restraint, though. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, he did exactly. He did the exact same combination and caught him again. Yeah. Um, but Canelo showed a lot of restraint because at the end of this combination, you can see him get ready for another. Um, you know, it, it's his signature. You know, double hook. Yeah, like it looked kind of weird ready for another one, and he stops because he hit him with the same combo, and then he kind of went down, but he didn't, and then like he hit him again, and then, like those two little punches is that is all it took just to put him down for good. Yep. I was like, all yeah. right. Yeah, the ref was uh, so slow after the first knockdown um, when Plant you know, well, stumbled he, to get up. Well, because he got up quick. and Well, because he wasn't fully down. It's just because he, he was leaning yeah. against the ropes. I mean, because yeah. it was but, hard to see from the camera. It was hard to see from the camera angle, too. Yes. Yeah. I think the stumble when yeah, he it, it caught him uh, forced guard. himself to get up. Yeah, it caught the ref no, no, guard. No, no. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think he should have. The ref... You know, it's great that for a championship match to let it go on. But I think as soon as Canelo landed the first, you know, the first right cross in the two to, to set up, you know, the knockout, he should have jumped in already. You know, someone who was just rocked and goes in and takes a full punch from Canelo, I think he should have jumped in right there and stopped the fight. No, um, for what? That's that, from the well, you, first. You just contradicted yourself. You just said you for mean? championship oh. fight, he should let it go. For the then, championship like, fight, after the first knockdown, yeah. But as soon as they get back into the next barrage and Canelo finds a huge wait, right hand. Are you talking about the first knockdown or the second knockdown when he got back no, no. up? I'm talking about right the knockdown right before the fight was called off. Oh, okay. Nah, I would have kept. I would let them fight. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, he's just leaning against the rope. Like, I mean, put him down. Sick him. I no. I think Canelo, the Take experienced the fighter, kennel. showed a lot of restraint. Put but him down. The ref should have stopped the fight. And Canelo should have never had the chance to show his restraint. No, he's an experienced fighter. He's you know a gentleman's fighter is what well, he's shown himself to be, even That's in true. the face of adversity and dirty dirty boxing. But um yeah, if Canelo was you know an asshole, he could have totally done he should have. If he was that mad, if he was saying he was that mad, just cream that. Yeah, food. he wasn't. Obviously, he wasn't. After he should have. If he was saying he was that mad, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You got. Yeah. You don't say I'm gonna kill this man, and then like, are you in a way like, you're my friend, dog. Like I can't hit yeah. you, dog. Obviously, all that trash dog. talk was to build up the fight. But then I feel like that's what I was saying earlier. Like I feel like all this was unnecessary. Like, dude, you're already yeah. the greatest boxer of all time. Well, I think Canelo's only that- lost once. And it was to the track star Mayweather, yeah. so like you don't got nothing to prove. Yeah, I mean that's the story of boxing, though. You know, there's trash talk whether manu- whether it's manufactured or if it's true. It's all made in publicity and in build up to the fight. You know, the story of the fight is just as important as the fight itself. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, if you're a fan of that, but yeah, I feel. As though, you know, as far as we've progressed in the world of boxing, the ref should have been more attentive and a bit more cautious for the younger fighter. Cater Plant, you know, surprisingly, is almost the same age as 
Canelo Alvarez. Um, even though he's the smaller fighter in presence, not in stature, but in presence and in its establishment in the in the boxing sport. I mean, I don't watch boxing anyway, but I never heard of him. Yeah, I don't think most people have. But yeah, it was a great fight either way. Um, congratulations to Canelo Alvarez. We'll see um, where he goes from here. Um, I think obviously he had to talk this fight up. He needed that trash talk because it's the, his last fight of the year as well. Um, but yeah, it was a great fight. As I... <laughs> I'm just kidding. This motherfucker. But yeah, um, hopefully we'll get to cover more boxing and this time for real, it's not like how I said last time. <laughs> I was hoping to do a podium show for this fight, but it never materialized, unfortunately. But we're talking about it now, and that's what it's, that's what matters, right, Danny? Yep. Yes, sir. But yeah, uh, is there any other like boxing stuff you want to go over real quick? Um, or is that it for for the year in the boxing world? Uh, I th- I don't know of any boxing news that has caught my eye as of late. I mean, you don't gotta look it up now. I was just asking because I know sometimes you. You got someone will tell you something. You're like, "Hey, yo, you want to talk about this?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah, sure." Nope, there's nothing for me. Nope, I got nothing either. You want to move on in this shindig? Yes, sir. What do you got for me, Robert? We got some soccer. We know everybody loves soccer. Golazo. Especially because I got you to watch one soccer game. <laughs> yep, yep. Hell yeah. yeah, we got some USA men's World Cup qualifying action that just happened not so long ago. And yeah, I know the, the last time we spoke about these guys, they laid a fat ass egg losing to Panama. But I mean, they were able to rebound after that, beating Costa Rica. And I remember I was telling you, I was like, hey, they got to get their act together because they got Mexico coming up and they got to travel to Jamaica. And traveling in Kokonkov is not easy, which is why they lost to Panama in that 1-0 loss. So who do you think they played first in these last two games they played in qualifying, Danny? Can you guess who? Mexico. Yes, their longtime rivals, the Mexican national team, El Selección, as they refer to sometimes. And guess who won, Danny? Was it the U.S.? Yes, sir, Bob. The USA. Oh, I get a point. <laughs> Do you, you mean you get a goal? Ah. Uh, yeah. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the United States was victorious over, over Mexico. 2-0, 2-0, as they say out there in, in Ohio. Uh, playing their game out in the the cold, cold night of Cincinnati. Uh, I was unable to watch this game, but I did watch the highlights. Once again, I, I was a little busy. I was at work. But yeah, um, apparently it was also a back-and-forth affair, just like the fight we were talking about. But it was a, a little nerve-wracking. Uh, based off the highlights, it, it was, like I said, back-and-forth. But the, both the goalies, uh, Guillermo Ochoa and uh, Zach Steffen, had to be on their A-game to stop anything that was coming by. Because this game... The scoring didn't start until about the 70th minute. 70th, after the 70th minute, yeah. Uh, and that was only because 
of a sub that was made, which involved Mr. Christian Pulisic, which I'll get to him right now. You know, it was a back and forth affair. Yeah, it was just a back and forth affair. Just, you know, shots being taken, the goalies having to block different stuff, making sure nothing got behind them. Yeah, and then I think about the 76th, 78th minute after, yeah, 76th, 78th, because Pulisic probably four, six minutes into being sub, Pulisic put on the first goal of the game, giving the U.S. the lead, 1-0. And then in about the 80-something minute, Mr. the party boy, Mr. Weston McKenney, made it 2-0, 2-0, giving the U.S. the victory in a cold Cincinnati night, which... Is a little odd considering they usually play this game in Columbus, the rival city, to the Cincinnati team that plays in that stadium. So at least a hey, different city, same state, same slogan, dos a cero. I mean, I'm glad they won. They really needed this considering this is the third victory over Mexico and in the last year, which is kind of weird to say. You know, they beat them in the CONCACAF Cup. They beat them in the Gold Cup, and now they beat them in the, fir- in the first of two games in World Cup qualifying. So can they go for the fourth when they go down to Estadio Azteca in Mexico? Maybe. I think my confidence is a little high. But as I just mentioned, they got to go down to Estadio Azteca and do something they haven't done in a hot minute which is get a victory there. And I think the closest thing they've gotten to are a bunch of ties, which have just barely started. I don't know, Danny. Danny, I know you don't want to lose soccer, but do you think they could do it? Um, if they're able to beat Mexico, yeah. I don't know. That's away a, at Mexico. Yeah, away at Mexico. Um, and on top of them winning against Mexico in the Gold Cup, uh, what they're... Oh, and just to let you know, that goal. stadium is at altitude. Wow. Okay, I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like if if they're able to do that, they should be able. Usyk should be able to, uh, you know, play it again for USA. Baby. No, Pulisic. That's why I said Pusik. No, Pulisic. Do I have to say it like that? Pusik. No, Pulisic. It's supposed to U. P U. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> my, Pulisic. My accent, Pulisic. It's not, I don't even think it even is Pulisic. He just told everybody to call him that. I think his, like, his name's like Ukrainian or Russian or German. I think it's like uh, Pulisic or something like that. But he just said, just call me Pulisic. Pulisic. Yeah, Pulisic. Like, it has like a hard accent. Like He's like, just call me Pulisic. Hmm. Pulisic. But yeah, currently right now, the U.S. is in second right behind Canada, who are also victorious over Mexico. Uh. It runs like this. The order is uh, Canada with 16 points, USA 15, Mexico right behind with 14, and then Panama, I guess the surprising team out of qualifying because they beat the U.S. with 14 points, and right behind them is Costa Rica, Jamaica, El Salvador, and Honduras, and the CONCACAF monster already struck because I believe Honduras with only three points, eighth place, which is last, and the FIFA World Cup qualifying in CONCACAF have already dismissed their head coach. So, there's only a few games left. I think we're good. Because if, even if we end up in fourth, we still have to play a playoff game, which I don't mind because they have to play, a, I believe, a team from the Asian uh, Asian Soccer Federation, which, no offense, but 
there's not a lot of teams coming out from over there that's threatening, considering Mexico had to go do it a while back. And they were victorious over a lackluster New Zealand team, which I remember because I stood up until 9 p.m. to watch them beat them like 5-0. So I don't think it's going to be that rough for them. But yeah, I, I think they might be able to do it. They might be able to do the impossible and defeat Mexico at Estadio Azteca. You can Hell say yeah, something. Baby. <laughs> I was like, you can say something. Hell yeah, baby. But yeah, um, I mean, that was not the only game that they had in that, in that span of the week. They also went down to Jamaica. And uh, I mean, the game ended in a tie. It's okay. It was only 1-0. We did start off we did start off hot in the eleventh minute. We scored in the first. We scored first in the eleventh minute off of a Timothy Weah goal, which kind of a solo goal. Kind of took a little lucky bounce, bounced in front of his feet, took the shot, and it went in. But then eleven minutes later, in the twenty-second minute, Jamaica tied the game, and after that, it was just like, Bleh. like there is nothing to the game. It was just like, eh. It was like, bro, how y'all gonna beat Mexico, who is a way better team than Jamaica? But then, like, go down, go down there, and then just, like, you know, be like, whatever, you know? Like, it's not as bad as playing. Like, I, they didn't play as bad as they did against Panama, but I don't know, man. It's something with this team. I think it's just the country. I don't know. I, I can't say if it's as reflective to our society or if I'm thinking of it just too deep. But it's just, like, bro, <laughs> like, why are you guys – Hype me up up here. Do cool hype stuff when you guys are up here. But then, like, when someone rolls up to you and they're rolling down here, you guys go down there and are like, all right, what's up? And it's like, all right, what are we going to do? Uh, I don't know. I'm like, why can't you guys just do what you did last time? It doesn't have to be this high-octane hype shit. Like, just play the damn game. Is that so hard to ask? I mean, I'm not too upset about, upset about it. I'm just trying to come across this whole qualifying cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I understand that. Oh, well, I understand, but what you need to understand, Danny, what everybody has to understand is that the, the CONCACAF region is like a very weird region because it's... Uh, how do I explain this? We're in a, a region of the world where you expect people to play in, like, soccer. <laughs> Which, here in the U.S., people like soccer. They just don't like the league of soccer that we have here. Because it's not that big. And if you go to specific areas of the U.S., it's soccer is the biggest thing cool, biggest thing as it is in the world. But if you go to other places, it's like, all right, what the hell is this? I don't know what this is. You're going to kick a ball in a circle? Okay. Which I think that mentality is starting to disappear. But it's still here for some reason. So... Like I said, I might just be thinking about this too deep, or we just play inconsistently, which is probably the answer that I'm looking for. I don't know why I just rambled on for like no reason, but we are rambling runoff, a sports podcast, so it does make perfect sense. Right, Danny? Yes, sir. <sighs> yes, sir. But yeah, um, the U.S. still has to play the Mexico game. I believe we still have to go down to Costa Rica. Let me just double check. Okay, no, we still got a few more games. <laughs> we still got a crap ton more games. Okay, so they played two games in January. They play 
is it at El Salvador? No. It is, it is, no, wait. No, yeah, we play here against El Salvador, I believe. Yeah, we play home to El Salvador, and then we go to Canada, which, if you if you guys look up the Canada-Mexico game, they played in snow. <laughs> they, they did not bother to clean up that field. And to my knowledge, I've been seeing a lot on Twitter that, that, Apparently, they purposely scheduled a game at a place that has no roof. <laughs> no roof? No, no roof. Like, not just that it has to be a dome, but, like, there's no, like, like, like a roof over, like, the seats, at least. Oh, oh I see, see, see. Like, it's just open. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like so, one of those, uh, those, like, stadium stadiums. Yeah, like you a know, coliseum. Not arenas. Yeah. Yeah. So... You gotta go play in the snow. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. This would be like that time they played a game against a qualifier against Costa Rica, and the Costa Ricans did not like that. They're like, wait, you guys want us to go play in Colorado? Okay. They come. <clears throat> what the hell is this? This is white stuff. Just a snowstorm. You couldn't even see the ball. But yeah, they gotta go to Canada. And then you gotta play they're gonna, and then in February they're gonna play home against Honduras. Honduras. And then March, that's where the most important game comes in. They're going to go away to Mexico March 3rd and then play three days later and come back to play Panama. And then three days later again, they're going to go down to Costa Rica. But hopefully by then we should have this all wrapped up and we should at least be in the top three going to, the, going to Qatar playing World Cup soccer in December. Oddly enough. But if you're a soccer nerd like me, you know there's one more game. And that's USA versus Bosnia Herzegovina. I think that's how you say it. Novinia. Yeah, I I, 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 I pronounced that wrong. I apologize. But yeah, uh, they're going to play a friendly in what is this? Yeah, December the 12th. This month, actually. So yeah, make sure you got you get your eyes and ears peeled for that. But uh, yeah, um, USA soccer. Go USA. USA, USA. USA, USA. But yeah. Um, what else we got here, Danny? I know I, I'm already done from my soccer standpoint. What else we got here? You want to do some NBA or what? Uh, yeah, we can talk pretty quick about the NBA. Uh, the regular season just started. Um, and it just East... started like two months ago. <laughs> That's how <laughs> much we've missed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the East... You know, we've got a pretty competitive um, Eastern Conference this year. Brooklyn Nets, you know, you know, as we discussed at the end of last season, you know, they poured their money into their lineup, the same as the LA Lakers. Um, but for the Brooklyn Nets, it seems to be paying off. Uh, you know, they're, they're not riddled by injuries, um, you know, other than Kyrie Irving refusing to get the vaccine, putting him out for basically the entire season. Uh, but yeah, we've got a pretty competitive Eastern Conference. Uh, led by the Brooklyn Nets with 15 wins, and then followed up by the Chicago Bulls. Dude, my I'm actually, boy. this is my first time looking at it dead ass. What the hell? The Bulls are in second place? Do you're joking. Yes. My boy. Was, was Alex Caruso? <laughs> yeah, Alex Caruso and my man, DeMar DeRozan, having the best season of his entire career. He is killing it. He's on playing like a madman. Yeah, he is. Who else is going here? All right, Miami is in third. The Wizards. Third with T-Hero. What? 
We just said yeah, the Washington Wizards with Montrez Harrell. You're joking, my man off the bench who's taking a starter seat. Bro. He is killing it, bro. All right, Milwaukee and then the, the Hornets, the champions, the Hornets. Yes, the what? Ball Brothers. Oh yeah, are that crap destroying the game. I mean, yeah. I've, been, I've been seeing their highlight videos pop up on my ESPN YouTube feed, but I haven't watched them. I didn't think they were that good. I thought it was just like, maybe I just haven't like looked too much into it. Like to me, like they pop up so much and ESPN likes to repost so many things. I thought <laughs> it was just like repeat stuff, but I guess not. Yeah. Miles Bridges is uh, killing it. Terry Royer Terry is um really, really, really destroying the game. Um, He led the... The Hornets in scoring, um, and was one of two teams this season thus far to break the Warriors' win streak. The first being, uh, I believe, the Memphis Grizzlies at home broke a five-game win streak for the Washington for the Washington for the Golden State Warriors, and the Charlotte Hornets broke, I think, their an eight-game win streak um, about a week or so ago. Um, in a very competitive uh, back and forth. Uh, but yeah, in the East, we've got a pretty competitive uh, conference. In the West, we got a little bit of a hey, runaway. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you're forgetting oh. about 7 through 10. 7 through 10. 7 through 10 this year. That's um, the, the, pl- the stupid playing games that we don't need. Yeah. Which uh, involves New York, Cleveland, Philly, and the ATL. I'm shocked to see Boston. My boys. Boston at the the bottom. Same as the Pacers. Well, I guess, I mean, 7 through 11 are tied for basically 7th place. Uh, That's true. Good point, sir. Yeah, I mean, we're still early in the regular season. Um, Yeah. This obviously is going to change. I think the 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks are going to move up in this uh, roster lineup if if they don't take out the the Hornets, um, I'd be pretty disappointed for both teams. One, if not both of them, should move up. Um, unfortunately, I think the Wizards are probably going to move a bit down, uh, even though my boy Montresero is killing the game. I don't think it'll be enough to keep him and his team um, in number four, in the number four spot for the Eastern Conference. Hey man, when that all-star break comes around, we'll see what's up. Yeah. When is that? That usually comes around, what, February? Yeah. Around that time, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Um, Now you go to the West. I give you permission. All right, here we go. Now we go to the West, where we have a little bit of a runaway. Golden State Warriors, like I said, have been on win streak after win streak. Uh, yeah, I've heard. Game. I've heard they've been playing good. I haven't seen them play good because I haven't had time to see any highlights or nothing. But apparently, yeah, they're a hot commodity now because they got is Clay playing again, right? No, Clay is not yet. Basically, out for the season. Yeah. What? What do you mean? Clay Thompson thought, is I, out for the season. I thought he was coming back. He was, and now he isn't, and I don't think he'll come back. Oh, this is stupid. Um, yeah, but even without him. Andrew Wiggins killing the game. Curry is back with a vengeance. Well, yeah, dude. Um, Played like shit in the bubble. Or didn't even make it to the bubble? I don't even remember. No, they did not make it to the bubble. And then 
play like shit in the regular, and like regular. Th- I don't even remember, but I just remember they just played like crap, just terrible, yes, terrible, 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 terrible basketball. But they're back, baby. I guess so. I'm seeing the the Suns are in second, the Jazz yep. are in third. All right, Dallas <laughs> is in fourth, Memphis in fifth, the Clippers in sixth. Okay. Minnesota in seventh. All right. Okay. Look. So this went. Look. These standings make more sense. You got the Lakers in eighth, Denver in ninth, and in Portland in tenth. And I just if, saw what. 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 Go ahead. Well, uh, what it, are you it say? would make more sense for the Lakers to be in higher standing because of how much money they threw at their roster this year. As I mean, we, as we discussed in pre- in in previous episodes, um, especially right after the. You know the trades and in the off season, but injuries, um, clashes between Anthony Davis and did, did we talk about this? Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. No. Um, there was a fight between Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard uh, on the floor when they were in a timeout. You know what? Ridiculous. Thing. I saw that. I yeah. did see something about that. I don't remember what it was about, but I did see it somewhere. Yeah. It's Shaking it's just head. ridiculousness. There's some division in the team. LeBron is injured again. Um, I saw he got Anthony suspended because he tried to kill that guy. Yeah, he elbowed the he elbowed yeah, him in like the face, Stewart. and that guy lost his damn mind. Like, dude, it's over, it's over. Just yeah, go he, home. It's like, bro, and LeBron, like, hey man, I didn't do nothing. Like, dude, we all saw you. You just elbowed him in the face, and he's busted open. Now he's trying to kill you. What do you mean it's yeah. over? <laughs> and in the replays, you can see that he, LeBron doesn't just elbow him. He elbows him and catches him with his closed fist as he comes back. Yeah. Um, and to me, it's 100% intentional. Thank you for the league for finally doing their job and suspending him because oh, yeah. that was a dirty, dirty, dirty play. I would have I gone a little more harsher. I would have, okay. My opinion, I feel like the the punishment was fair for both players. <laughs> Excuse me. I just would have gave them one extra day, but both of them one extra day. So three to the other guy and two to LeBron. No, I would have done the opposite. I would have given LeBron three and the other guy two. Um, because Isaiah Stewart, I think he was out of line for chasing after LeBron. He was and... out of line in the whole thing. Yeah, and then they pushed him back, and then I guess someone says something, and he tried to fight them again. What in the hell? Like, bro, yeah, just, I, it's I over. Think it was, uh, it's over. I think it was... Um, I think it was Anthony. I think it was... Westbrook. Oh, no, yeah. I think it was Westbrook. I think it was... Yeah, he said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said something, but that fool doesn't, that fool doesn't care. He he would have yeah, fought him. I mean, the it's memes like, dude, it's that over. came out... The memes that came out of this fight were hilarious. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, the Lakers and the Nets, if we're talking spending money-wise, um, should have been at the top of both of their leagues. But obviously, Golden State has come back with a vengeance, um, as well as the uh, the Phoenix Suns losing in the finals. They've come back, I think, to show their dominance. Um, and they're, You mean they're consistent and they know how to win? Not only that, but they're showing improvement in every category. Um, players who um, were standout in, well, as a matter of fact, the the Suns and 
the Warriors are playing as we speak right now. Um, but players that were stand out in the final, in the finals, are players who are showing improvement as we go on into as we move. Jesus fuck. As we move on in the regular season and go into playoffs. Hey man, chill. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, now you say one. <laughs> that was uh, just random. Gosh. Fuck you. Bro. Hey, hurry up. Come on. All right. Well, you know, young players like DeAndre Ayton, Cameron Johnson, you know, these players that, uh, Cameron Payne, these players that were stepping up in the finals are showing that it wasn't just a fluke that Golden, the, the Golden State, that the Phoenix Suns got to the finals. Um, yeah. Showing improvement, and I think they have they a chance are good to... Team. I never thought they were a fluke. Yeah. Oh, well, it seemed that way. You know, all of a sudden, and we get to uh, the Western Conference Finals and Lakers versus Phoenix Suns. You know, and they totally destroy them. I mean, the Lakers were falling apart anyway, so I mean... Mm, yeah. But life goes on, and the regular season moves up. Yeah, let's just see how the rest of the season goes. I mean, yeah, I was hoping to see the Lakers do good because they're the hometown, the hometown foos. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think my biggest surprise is Chicago. They haven't been good for the past couple of years, so I don't know what the hell they're doing here. I wouldn't be surprised if they fall apart. So catch me outside. How about that? But <laughs> also, yeah, Golden State, I guess you could say that's my surprise. You know, playing terribly for the past, I want to say, two seasons. Yeah. You're missing your one of your core players, just one of your star players. You lose Kevin Durant, and yeah, you fall down a giant spiral. But somehow you come back up. Yeah, Jordan Poole. Um, I think recently scored thirty three points. Andrew Wiggins has been killing the game. Um, he's picking up where Clay Thompson um, has left an open space. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry. Um, early on in the season, I think he went. A few games um, without scoring under 20 points. Yeah, and he, you know, he came back strong with, I think, a 33-point opening game. So, Golden State is here and here to stay. And uh, on the eastern side, um, I think the only trouble is James Harden is finding or is having a hard time finding where he fits into this offense. Um for the Nets, he seems, Yeah, for the Brooklyn Nets. He seems like, you know, the heavy scorer that he is, um, he can't seem to find the footing um, in the team that I think would allow him to excel. You know, there's so many shooters on that team. Um, I think they need a feeder, and I think it's tough for James Harden to fill that role. Uh, Kevin Durant, I think, is a natural shooter and feeder. Um you know, he passes the ball like nobody's business and grabs it um, like it's an extension of his own body. But I think James Harden is such a physical guy. Um, and as of late, he's been working on, you know, shooting beyond the arc. But uh, anything other than that, uh, on the offensive end, at least, um, he seems a bit lost. But still in the early season, uh, the Nets, even with that, um, they'll find their groove. Uh, and I think they're going to dominate in the East. Yo, dude, Orlando and Houston are trash. What the hell? 
And these were like good teams like three years ago. Only a few years ago, yeah. What the hell? But yeah, that was our NBA update. Pre preview, review, opinion. Look forward to that we were supposed to do like three weeks ago, but it's okay. We're doing it now, right, Danny? Yep. Yep. And as we speak right now, um, as of recording, uh, a couple of uh, the scores across the league. Uh, we have Golden State 54 to 53 against Phoenix. Portland is uh, winning 48 to 38 against Detroit. Lakers are losing 42 to 47 against Sacramento. Uh, the Knicks have lost against Brooklyn Nets. No surprises there. And Memphis wins over Toronto 98 to 91. The Lakers are losing to a team that doesn't have a head coach. <laughs> they fired who, who did the Kings fire Luke Luke Walton that's yes weird. um and I heard uh weird firing I heard there was a rumor f- for Phoenix to lose their head coach um but they're winning that doesn't make no sense yeah uh who's Phoenix head coach um, it doesn't matter wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Monty Williams oh, Monty Williams okay there you go I think it was just a rumor, but um, why were they losing? Uh, I saw winning. a couple of articles swirling around uh, that he was going to get the boot. That's stupid. What they can't afford to pay a coach? That's stupid. <laughs> They're just going to revert back to what they were before. That makes no sense. No. I don't know. We don't even follow that team. But anyways, <laughs> that was our NBA update. I don't know. Is there anything else you like to add? No, sorry. Uh, and the last thing we're going to talk about, there was no warm-up or rundown today since we're just coming back. Like I said in the beginning of the show, this is a little more off the cuff, a little less unorganized than we usually do. Right, Danny? Yes, sir. So the last thing we'll just go over, that other, you know that other big thing that that happened while we didn't record during Halloween? You know that, that mm-hmm. game with the ball and a stick? You know what, Hockey? What no, the other one. The cross. No, the other one. Uh, Quidditch. <laughs> Your food. No, the other cricket. one. No, the the one that's that's like cricket. It's like cricket. It's like cricket. Um, it's one of the other sports that you don't watch. Um, hmm. I'm at a loss. I don't know. It was the World the Series. The World Series. MLB. Of course, come on. In which now I have to also, since we're talking about, it, I just also remembered to give everybody an update. <laughs> From the podium show that we did a while back, before the World Series started, before the playoffs started, the postseason went on, nobody won. Everyone's predictions were mostly wrong. I don't remember oh. them off the top all of the my head. All the brackets were broken. Yeah, all the brackets busted. I think two, one or two people had Houston going there. I know Jonathan Gaddis had Houston and uh, San Fran in there, which only Houston made it. But surprise, surprise, the team that did make it to the World Series was the Atlanta Braves. And Danny, I'm going to quiz you. Do you know who won the World Series? You just said it. No, I said who made it to the World Series. I didn't say who oh. won the World Series. Oh, but who do Braves. you think? Yeah, it was the Braves, yeah. <laughs> the Atlanta Braves are your World Series champions. And that's the only team and sport that could say world champions. 
because baseball is universal and around the world it has international players from almost every part of the world so they're the only ones i could say they're world champions that's my thesis but yeah um straight up i'm pretty surprised that atlanta made it i know they made it to the no nlcs the national league championship series against the dodgers which i was hoping the dodgers would show them what's up because i picked them to win it all but hey atlanta they once again got that monkey off their back of making it far and not winning anything so good on them i think they hadn't been to the world series since like the 90s 95 99 somewhere around there so good on them i mean they, they had to go up against the Houston Astros, who I guess are a good team, but I didn't want them to win because I didn't need no people yeah. to be like, hey, look at us, we win. And I know there's going to yeah, be that one jackass out there. Hey, look, guys, we won, and we didn't have to cheat, bro. Like, oh, okay, we see how it is. All right, I see you. So I'm glad they didn't win it because I didn't need none of that crap in my life. So go on, Atlanta, for getting to the World Series, you know, I mean, in my opinion, they were missing their best player. So, hey, Mr. Freeman, you did it. Good job, Freddie. <laughs> the old man finally got his ring. But yeah, I mean, Danny, are, are you are you aware of what I'm talking about? The Atlanta curse? I have no idea. Well, so, the, the curse of Atlanta is no teams in Atlanta were able to win any championship. Uh, no, yes, kind of. It's... Sure. They make it far. They look good. And then once they get to said championship or the doorstep to said championship. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Just you know, like the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Bucks. Oh, my God. Or, or the Falcons in the Super Bowl blowing a 28-3 lead against the Patriots. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Or the year before when in the same divisional championship series, I think, yeah. The Braves were up 3-1 to in the series against the Dodgers. And you want to know what happened? No. Well, what do you think happened? The Dodgers won the World Series that year. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Some common sense, dog. Yeah, I remember because they let them score like 11 runs in the first inning. It's like, bro. Jesus. Like, you guys, this is, I think it was the, I think it was game, wait, let me see. It was game five or six. And I was like, dude, you guys, had nothing to lose, and you guys blew a 3-1 lead in the series. How is that even possible? The reverse sweep, man. Yep. And that's why everyone's like, damn it, these damn Atlanta teams can't do it. But I know not a lot of people here listen to soccer, and not a lot of people care about soccer, but I don't give a damn. They had already won a championship for the cities when Atlanta United, I think in 2018-2019, won the MLS Cup in Atlanta. 75,000 people. At the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, or whatever it's called now. Packed the house, and they were able to win the cup for the city. I know there were some comments out there that said, I don't care if it's soccer. But Atlanta, finally on top on something. Broken. Yeah. But I guess, hey man, it's baseball. America's old pastime. They were able to win it all. And yeah, good on the Braves. I'm just glad the Astros didn't win. I mean, I wish my team would have won, but it's okay. Next time. Yeah, when your team doesn't win... You just wish that the team you hate the most does not win. No, yeah. I mean, what, what hurt the Dodgers was that, like, on the last day of the season, one of the best hitters, Max Muncy, dislocated his elbow. 
god so i was like asking my girlfriend who like knows medical stuff i'm like hey uh how long does that take to heal she's like six weeks to a month to six weeks or whatever and i was like but the playoffs are a month she's like well he's gonna miss the playoffs then i was like god damn it ah (laughs) how is this possible and they're like interviewing him every week hey so how's the elbow how's the elbow he's like you know I, i popped it back in when it popped out and you know, I just got to have it in the cast now, and every week is different, so I just got to wait, and it was, you know, it's just, oh, man, if we would have had, if they would have had Max Muncy, I think it would have been a little bit different, but the Braves just caught the Dodgers off guard, the Dodgers made too many mistakes, and yeah, but in the World Series, the Braves, once again, held their own, they, like, went toe-to-toe with these Astros, man, they weren't kidding around, they played really well, you know, I, I if I remember correctly, they blew him out of the water in some of the games. I'm like, damn, like, these Astros suck. Like, <laughs> like, are, do you guys know how to, did you guys forget how to play the game? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, good on that, good on the Braves. You know, they had the parade. There was a video going around, I don't know if you saw it. So one of the, the Braves players, I guess he got off the bus. <laughs> one of the police officers tried to arrest him. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did he think he was like a, a, a fan, fan trying yeah. to get on the bus? Yeah. Oh, what the He hell? was during the parade. I guess he got off and he didn't realize. He was like, hey, I'm so-and-so. <laughs> like, stupid idiot. <laughs> You're going to arrest one of the players. He was about, because he grabbed him and he like tried to put his hand behind his back. And, he, and yeah. one of the other guys like, hey, let him go. Like, he's like, and like the cop tried to play it off. Like, he just let him go. Like, oh, my bad. Like, either A, he doesn't like the Braves. B, he want to be there or see all the above. Cause like, dude, he played, he, he looked like he tried to play it off. Like, oh my, like not like a, oh my bad. Like, like scram, get out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like if he was just a, like, don't let me see you again. Yeah. Like if you, like if it was like a normal everyday thing, like no, A, everyone's recording you. B, you're in a parade and C, there's like people everywhere. Everybody yeah. saw that shit. So it's yeah, like, bro. Yeah. Like, dude, you did look like an idiot. Trying to arrest, and there's nobody walking either. It was just him. It was like, like, well, who else do you see? And dude, he's significantly taller than you, by the way. Which most baseball baseball players are pretty tall. Yeah, to my knowledge, I don't know. I'm just saying he was taller than the, the than the law enforcement. So, yeah, Braves win the World Series. Good job, everybody. Congrats, congrats even to the, the Braves. Even though it broke all our brackets, but it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. <laughs> the meme. But yeah, um, I think that's everything. I think the only thing I would like to say, go watch some MLS playoffs. The playoffs are on right now. MLS, go watch that right now. Here, though the Galaxy didn't make it, but it's okay. But yeah, um, do you have anything to add, Danny? I mean, we're not going to wrap up yet. I just got to say, I just want to see if you got anything on your top of your mind. Um, I guess uh, just some... A couple of sports news stuff. I guess. I guess a little bit of a uh, the rundown. Rapid uh, fire rundown. <laughs> yeah, Two seconds. Tiger Woods this morning and last night announced that he will not be returning to uh, professional play full time. He's going to be taking it day by day, and he might be, you know, like doing a tournament here and there. But um, he announced that he won't be able to play at the level that he'd like and his body's just not able to take it um you just say he retired he did not retire the announcement was that 
he's acknowledging that his body is at a strain level, which does not allow him to play at the high level that he's used to playing. Um, Interesting. Colin Morikawa wins the um, European Cup, I believe. Uh, my boy, Colin. And was that, uh, was that golf? Yes, this is golf news. Bruh. Um, other sports news. Uh, other than I mean, golf, you gotta say anything. I mean, if that's it, then that's it. That's <laughs> it. I mean, well, I was just gonna say, uh, Rams. I think they lost this weekend. Oh, uh, we don't gotta go into NFL. That's another like can of worms, jar of worms that we gotta go into later. <laughs> Next episode, uh, hopefully, yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean. If, if we're done with the sports update, I just go over some some housekeeping. So, like as I mentioned early on in our programming, uh, I have a little different schedule now. Uh, so my and Danny's schedule is no longer matched a little bit. So Danny might not be always appearing on the show no more. If that's okay with everybody, is that cool with you, Danny? Okay with me? <laughs> no, it's all you. It's not your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> no, it's all good. But uh, yeah, I mean, so Danny might not be on the show as much, but we do have. I do have an replacement. He's been on the show before, Mister. Daniel Tom will be making some appearances to fill in the shoes or seat or virtual space of Danny. So hopefully you guys, everyone gives Daniel a good welcome. He's another good friend of mine. So yeah, we'll, we'll be, um, we'll be trying to do some more stuff earlier in the week. So yeah, um, just keep a lookout. Sorry that we disappeared. I know it was just yeah. a little hard to tweet because I'm like, no one ever responds to my tweets and it makes me sad <laughs> every day. But yeah, that's why I just never... I kind of was like, all right, let me say something. And I was like, nah, I think we're good. But yeah, um, just keep a lookout on the socials. Keep a lookout on YouTube, wherever we're at. We're, uh, I mean, we'll start wrapping up and start playing the music now. So yeah, uh, if you're looking for us on Twitter, you can find us at Off Rambling on Twitter. On Instagram, yes. you can find us at Rambling Runoff or Rambling Runoff. You want to just type it in. If you want to listen to us on different platforms, we're on Spotify. We're on Anchor, we're on YouTube, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play, and if you want to find me, you can find me at Robert RRY on Twitter. Where do you can find you, Danny? Find me at Danny Tangent, um, and on Twitter, on Twitter, um, uh, that's it for me. That's kind of the only social media that <laughs> it, I have open to the public. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of my absence in the podcast, I will be supporting Robert still. I'll I'll make some holiday graphics and um, maybe change the intro and outro music. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, another another thing that we have a work in progress. But yeah, thank you, Dan. I I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. So yeah, uh, I'm Robert. I'm Danny. This was Ramming Runoff. See you guys next time. Peace. Peace out, y'all.